You're listening to the Major Pod Network, the only place where your favorite toy store, card shop, arcade, theme park, and arena are all on the same block. Scratch that major itch. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Major World Order Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Billy Peck, and with me is... Husvar, a.k.a. Major Market, a.k.a. Handsome Husvar, a.k.a. Heartbreak Husvar, a.k.a. I Just Woke Up Husvar. And with us is... The Big Jake Boski, the Sean Kemp of wrestling figure collecting, the Major Mad Hatter. Jake, don't call me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to the latest edition of the Major World Order podcast, where it's just too Yeah. One of these days, and I, it just hit me, and you're probably going to be like mad at yourself for not thinking about it. Oh, I'm doing but, it next week. I thought about it. Really? <laughs> I, of course. I'm, I'm we waiting, have this, I'm waiting, the same thing. I'm waiting for you to, to go. This, it's just too sweet emotion. emotion. <laughs> <laughs> I totally should. I love it. I'm going to do it next week. Sad. You know, for those that don't know, Jake is a huge Aerosmith fan, and it just is like, hey, that's yeah. that'd be his way of getting that in there. <laughs> Talk about things that nobody cares, wearing out things that nobody wears. <laughs> Talk about it. something you may sure understand. Jake's favorite color is pink. And Husfar's pink. Look yeah. at him. I'm yeah. tan, baby. Yeah, he's got that hot dog tan. An uncooked <laughs> hot dog, but hey, hot dog like, nonetheless. That's an uncooked bologna. <laughs> that's a hot dog. Yeah, that's a hot dog. <laughs> no, it's prime. <laughs> so official anyway. uh, official drink of the UFC now. Yeah, just oh, that's just great. Announced. Congrats, that's guys. Yeah. So, anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, happy to be here hanging out if you haven't already please check us out on social media facebook twitter and instagram all at major world order youtube.com slash major world order where uh relatively soon we'll have uh, uh our live 15 vlog where you get our perspective from things and other major marks perspective of of the trip uh, yeah. a fun companion piece to the official major wrestling figure podcast vlog you know, you see their their side of things, and this you get to see the fans' side of things. Yeah. So, uh, and in speaking of that, I have been getting some video from people. I do know that there's video from other people, and if you are interested in sharing that with us, just make sure that you, uh, you know, hit hit one of us up, and you know, we'll get that all sorted out. But you know, we definitely want to showcase Major Mark's, uh, you know, live event trips. Definitely, absolutely. And then also, for those that want uh, a little bit extra, we do have a patreon.com slash major world order, where for a dollar a month, you get the episodes early, you get the video version, 
You also get to know who the guest is because we don't ever, you know, tell who that is until, you know, the episode is released. So um, there's all there's those things. And then for five dollars a month, you get all of that. Plus, you get a bonus once a month pop culture episode where we talk about all kinds of other things. We've talked about Ninja Turtles, uh, Power Rangers, Indiana Jones, Batman, X-Men, so many things. And then um, for, for new subscribers, you also get a new um, uh, exclusive signed 4x6 from us. Uh, where wow! It's the image of us uh, as uh, Marty McFly and his brother and sister yeah. where they're disappearing and I'm the sister. <laughs> yes. Well, all right. Bonus points for Billy. Can you name his sister? Oh, um, oh, I remember. I think I know. I'll have to think about it. Uh, mm. I can't I think, think of it right now, though. I mm. think I know. Okay. I see. stumped a little bit. Isn't okay. it Amanda? No. I I wanted to say Linda for some reason. Oh, but Linda or Denise. I have like Denise is like. Fly sister. Hold on. Let me look it up. Linda McFly. Linda. Okay. All right, Linda. All right. All right. All right. Do you remember his, his brother? You got to know his brother. Uh, it's uh, Paul. No, no, that's not it. Billy's it's, googling uh, it. I can tell. Oh, yeah, Dave. Is. Yeah, Dave, man. Dave, Dave. Oh, yeah, fucking Dave McFly. <laughs> Dave and Linda. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, they should make a spinoff. <laughs> the Dave McFly saga. You know, I would watch this. You are Marty and Doc and Biff back. Oh, at least give us Dave and Linda. Fuck yeah, dude. Their jailbird but- uncle. <laughs> Jailbird, Jailbird, Joey, 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 Joey. yeah, Jovin is is Marty McFly's uncle. He's in jail. Uh, Anyway, that's that's (laughs) our little intros to start off the show. Again, thank you all for for uh, listening and tuning in, you know, to our episodes and hell yeah, all of that cool and fun stuff. So you know, last episode we did uh, a recap of live 15 and a fun thing that we always end up doing is um after live shows we try to pick out you know kind of like a a fun standout person from from that weekend and and i think i think this is probably this guy took the cake man he, he, he took the cake so uh let's bring him on please welcome to the show the star of the live 15 after party (laughs) Travis Hotard, the innovator of the two step. <laughs> Hello, guys. Hello, oh, man. Hey. Yeah, very, uh, very happy to have you on. Oh, yeah. I think, I think this is going to be a lot of fun for several reasons. Like, yes, uh, you did get to do some very cool things as part of the Live 15 show, but you know, you run your own store, and you know, it'll be nice to learn a lot about that, and you know, kind of get a different perspective, you know, of things from you know, someone who, who sells things and, uh, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. So again, welcome to the show the, and yeah, well, thanks for being here. Yeah. Business aspect. I love it. Thank you guys for, uh, inviting me. I'm yeah. flattered. Yeah. Uh, we're, right. we're, we're, uh, just glad to be embracing your presence right now, man. <laughs> I'm you're, sober. You're, so I don't know if that takes away. <laughs> yeah. You, you might not be as cool as you were in Orlando. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> 
Um, you know, for those that may not know, if, if you're like, oh, like, you know, look, there's there's 2000 people in the group and, and you may not always capture all the names. Uh, but, you know, Travis is the person who who purchased and got to accompany Matt Cardona to the stage in his entrance gear. Yeah, um, and what a great uh, bargain chip, too. I, was, I mean, that. I can't wait to hear this story of how this whole, all went down. But, yeah, uh, for sure. And yeah, and love, before we that. before we get there, um, you know, now uh, interestingly enough, and we'll talk about this as well, probably some more. But Andrew, I know you know this, but Travis, you two are 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 connected in a way. And how so? Well, Husvar is is working on showing this off right now. Ooh. He oh. has the ring worn here. Oh, nice. That, Is it in your mouth right now? That complements no. Jesus. That complements your entrance jacket. Damn. So oh. we're like one and one in seven degrees of separation yeah. <laughs> with Matt Cardona. Yeah. yeah. Who has the boots though? Uh I think he still has the boots. Oh. It's the black and silver ones, right? Uh, no, they're like they? blue. Uh, they're like baby blue, I think. Unless they're Ooh. not the same ones. He's it's the ones he said he wore in AEW. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember if for they're sure, the same but... boots. I can pull it up a picture real quick too. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, so you the two of you and maybe Matt are the ones that own all this this gear. <laughs> and um, you know, the cool thing about it too is if you think about it, you know, the history yeah. of it is is um, this gear is what Matt got to wear. In his match again, you know, AW, so you know, very rare appearances there, but against you know, Brody Lee as well. Yeah, it's legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> so that you guys was all one of the things that uh attracted me to the idea of, of even getting involved with it. Yeah, right. and very cool that you guys, you know, have a piece of that history, you know, some of yeah, that awesome. ring worn gear. And and to touch on that a little bit, so I'm sorry to oh. interrupt. So I just looked up a picture, and if yeah. you look um, on the bottom, it is the blue, like I said. Okay, yep. yeah, yeah, yep. Yep. nice. <laughs> um, another interesting tidbit about you know Matt and ring worn gear and things of that nature. Jake, there's a yeah. <laughs> there's a, a a copy of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast belt mm-hmm. that you. <laughs> Showed interest in. <laughs> yeah, well, I just did the, uh, yeah, so the other day Matt had posted uh, in the group, the uh, he decided he's going to sell his uh, number 001 yes. major wrestling figure podcast title um, with some extras and whatever. I think he had it for 2300 bucks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a few people had commented and, you know, whatever. I just put the Batman meme like, hmm, you know, just like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, come on, let's go. And it's like, oh, shit, you know. And so we're, I don't know, it turned into this giant long thread. And, uh, I don't know, there's like 30 comments or something going back and forth. Uh, I mean, realistically, I would love to have this belt for a reason I'm about to explain here in a minute. Um, but I, I, I really literally can't purchase it because my wife and I just bought a house this weekend. Like, we're going through the whole thing right now. So we, you know, I do the inspection today and all that. So, you know, we can't spend any money on Klarna. (laughs) (laughs) Paying for Klardona. Klardona. (laughs) So, um, he's going to trademark that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, you heard it here first guys, you know, give me, give me some of that, that cheddar there. So, um, 
you know, we're, we're kind of going back and forth for a minute. And then I just had this brilliant idea. I'm like, how awesome would it be if Matt got a can of purple spray paint and just spray painted MWO on the belt? So I, I just typed that or whatever. And then he was like, oh, I'll do it and I'll videotape it. And, and he saying, had it. Yeah. And he then he it. legit, he had a can of purple like Krylon spray paint. And I'm like, and you're oh, probably God. even more like, oh, shit. Yeah, that it just that hole just kept getting deeper and deeper, and like yes. it was, it was like bittersweet because it was like such a cool fucking idea. Like, I mean, dude, that would be badass. But then there's that like weird part of me that's like, if I spend the money on this, do I like, do I really want it like spray painted and like fucked up? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then again, yeah, it's like history though because it's cool. You know what I mean? And like, it's the only it's, one of those it, belts. It's the, but like that. yeah, it's number one. And then it's like, so it's a whole thing. And then I was, and then you know, obviously, I I literally did think of you, Travis, and I think you mentioned it in the comments as well. Like, you know, oh, you you know, you can do the entrance. So then I was like, yeah. damn, that would be so sick at one of the live shows. But like, I would have to, I'd have to make like a lot of stipulations. It would have to be very well thought out. You know, well, I have to have you guys included, you know, for my entrance, sure. you yeah. know, um, you know, but then I was kind of thinking we could do like the whole, like the macho King entrance. Like, you know, you guys carry me out on the throne. <laughs> oh, you know, so, Christ. <laughs> that ain't gonna throw up on you. Oh, that well, how are you going to throw on me? How, how are you going to throw up on me from when you're on the bottom underneath me? Throw up. Projectile vomit. <laughs> <laughs> like a fountain. Like There's a quite system. a few people that almost did there. That night, but uh, anyway, our um, guest really- included. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how I made my exit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, you we, made I, a great I, entrance, I, and and, uh, and, and okay. Well, somebody told me they said, "Yeah, it happened." Security came up to you and said, "Hey, I think you're done," and you're like, "Yeah, I think I am." And you grabbed your Aww. stuff and and you were gone. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I mean, dude, you went all night though. I mean, you were the you. Were- <sighs> <laughs> It was right. a long drive back to New Orleans the next day. Oh boy, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's scale this all back, and we'll we'll start <laughs> to come back around to things. But uh, Travis, to get to know you know your early stages in all of this this life that we are now a part of, what was the first thing that you recall that got you into wrestling? Oh gosh, uh, mm-hmm. I remember watching from just as a child at least five six years old the the most vivid wrestling memory i have the one that sticks out that i feel like is my true entrance into wrestling though is jake versus taker at mania oh nice and i was so blown away by this face turn for taker yeah and jake ddt'd him and i'm like i'm i'm you know what eight nine uh and and my brother and i our room was the living room and so i'm decorating you know the room i've got a stapler and a masters of the universe power tour poster which is basically he-man and she-ra on ice if you don't know what that is from the 80s um so i'm stapling this poster to the wall and the pay-per-view's on somehow we got it illegally um (laughs) and i I just get enthralled in the match and i actually stop what i'm doing and i sit down and i'm watching and then i'm pulling for taker and jake ddt's and i'm like oh it's the ddt there's no way he's gonna get up and he ends up pulling out the victory and I was so excited when he won. I forgot I had the stapler in my hand, and I mm. stapled right through my finger. I just, oh, I was like, yeah, man. I jumped, and then it was immediately like, oh shit, you know, at the, <laughs> like nine, stapling oh, myself. Oh shoot, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, no, I'd learned to curse at an early age. My hobby <laughs> stay where He's I like, wanted them to be. Like, so I was fuck like, that. I said shit. I, I saw my dad aggravated and he said all these things. So I had a bunch of Hot Wheels like, fuck, bitch, shit. You know, I'm sorry. I not be saying all that, but that was my introduction into cursing. And then he but, went uh, outside yeah, so, and had a cigarette and, you know, calmed down. And <laughs> <laughs> That was my oldest memory of wrestling. But as far back as I can remember, I've been interested in it and just loved watching it. Mostly WWE, WWF. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends down the street were the household that always had WCW on. So mm-hmm. that's how I got familiar cool. with that company and those wrestlers. Sure. And then during the attitude era, I was just like everybody else with the remote going Flipping back and back forth. And forth. Uh, this sucks. I'll watch this. This sucks. I'll watch that, you know, commercial replay. Yeah. It just took over. Hell yeah. All right. I was thinking about going to my mom's house and getting the remote that I used as a kid and selling it, you know, because this was used during the Attitude Era, and, you know... <laughs> Attitude Era prop replica. Yeah. <laughs> or not even replica, just a used prop. <laughs> Genuine used oh artifact. <laughs> Don't give Matt this idea. <laughs> he will go to his parents. <laughs> and he'll be like, this is the remote that I used to Dude, watch wrestling on. I just made Matt so much money tonight. <laughs> All these great ideas were only 17 minutes in. <laughs> so... Now you're talking about how you, uh, well, you would you would curse at your Hot Wheels. So that's that's a little bit of uh, of an idea of some of the things that you collected as a child. But what about what was what was your first wrestling figures? So I didn't collect a lot of wrestling figures growing up. It was more He Man and uh, a few like Marvel Secret Wars superpowers. I didn't really get into wrestling figures until honestly the uh, the wcw like toy biz ones because i was a huge marvel legends collector and then when toy biz started making those plus it was the attitude era and it was the wolf pack and i love the wolf pack uh right. huge mark for it so they started making those toys in the red and black um it's interesting at that point i actually ended up with custody of my younger brother and yeah i was what 17 18 at that time and so you know, I'd have to file my taxes and we'd get a big oh. refund because I had a head of household because I had a dependent. So I'd take yeah. him to the mall and be like, all right, so you have $500, buy whatever you want. Damn, and he wanted damn. to buy like the over-the-head Christian glasses. <laughs> um, his entire wardrobe was either Dragon Ball Z or NWO Wolfpack, like the, the <laughs> shirt with just the Luger Conan Sting, oh, Savage man. and I still have heads, that shirt. the half black, half red, or half white and black and red and black uh-huh. Sting oh, face. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, we were, and I had the the whole ring set up that if you put like a wrestler on the little tab, you could pull them to the ring and their theme would play. And I just played the Wolfpack theme over and over again. And it's we set them up in the ring and had Stain coming down from the ceiling and oh, all that. Man. Damn, dude, I wanted to be your brother. <laughs> that <was so> much <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, boy, what a that man that's that, a that, that's childhood a, memory. That, that's a it. whole yeah, that, that's man. Awesome. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah, um, but. Yeah, de- definitely taking on some interesting responsibilities at a young yeah, age. Sure, um, that'd be tough too. And yeah, uh, it, I mean, so it, the thing about that is when you say certain things out loud mm-hmm. to people who have never experienced it or have not even, it's never crossed their mind that that would sure. be something they might be, not, I don't want to say burdened with, but something they'd have to experience. Yeah. It sounds like a lot, but when you're in it, mm-hmm. It just kind of is what it is, and you just do it. It's not yeah. that big a deal. But you yeah, know, sure. it's just part oh, of life. 
Yeah. yeah, it just hey, this is what we do right. to get from today to tomorrow. So, no, but a lot of people, yeah, you're you're totally right. Uh, that's um, great, man. I love that. But that, yeah, that's a great attitude to have. Mm-hmm. And because yeah. uh, yeah, most it, people, I think, would take that as a negative, like a burden, like you know, and be like, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that. I'm only 17 years old, yeah, and now like, I have to raise this kid. Yeah, you but, know, but you didn't even you look know. at it like that. Like you took it and just said, like, yeah, we, you know, let's go. Like, you know, that's um, awesome. When you, so it sounds noble, but let me just like, so you guys saw me at, at live 15 mm-hmm. and you saw sure. some of my questionable life choices. Um, <laughs> hey, look, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me, let me just straighten this out. Anybody who goes to a live show, you, you we already know you're making bad life choices. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so at 20, I met a girl in an AOL chat room Ooh. about wrestling. Okay. Wow. I lived in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. She lived in Phoenix. And so I took a road trip to meet her to make sure she wasn't some dude with a beard catfishing. <laughs> yeah, the, the OG catfish. <laughs> and she turned out, to, you know, this is like 2099, and she turned out to be real. And so I moved to Arizona wow. for a number of months. But I mean, that, I literally I, I got my first car when I was 20 because I didn't need one prior to that. I just walked right. to work or rode a bike. I got a car and the next day I moved across the, the country, wow. you know, on my own and got an apartment and lived out there for a few years. Wow, and eventually I, I came back a couple months later and got my brother and brought him mm-hmm. with me. And then we, we got homesick. And so we came back and I just remember just how much wrestling is ingrained in our lives. When we crossed the border back into mm-hmm. Louisiana, we played Kurt Angle's theme because we mm-hmm. were just so happy to be coming back home. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, wrestling has been a, a huge, I mean, yeah, it's, I could talk all day about how much wrestling has impacted our lives, but uh, that's awesome, dude. We'll do yeah. it, man. That's what, that's what you're here yeah. for. Yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely, this, uh, is, this is your story. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely what's influenced me and led me to where I'm at. That's awesome. For sure. It's great. Yeah. Definitely had to, you know, you were, you were living out some very, uh, uh, adult, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, uh, lifestyles at a young age and, and, uh, you know, seems to, you know, you know, make it through it and have a lot of it has to do with, with wrestling. And, uh, yes, yeah, so that's, uh, I, you, you seem to have a very interesting story that not a lot of people have. And I don't yeah. mean that as like, you know, no, no, it's funny or a bad thing no, or anything no, like it's, it's awesome. It's like cool it's... to hear something so different. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. You know, because a lot of us have very similar stories. Um, so, yeah, it's again, this is why we do this is to get to know and put your story out yeah. there. And, and we're already off to a pretty cool start. Yeah. So uh, outside of wrestling and you mentioned Hot Wheels, <laughs> but what other things, what other type of uh, figures and collecting and whatever were you into? So, like I said, started with He-Man, had Basically every single one you can think of, aside from Eternia, I never got that one. Um, I got Castle Grayskull for Christmas, and I was so excited. I was supposed to take it to show and tell. I got chicken pox, and I missed oh. the week that we did show and tell. And I just, as a child, my logic was, oh, I'll bring it to show and tell next year. Then you get to first grade and find out there's no show and tell. <laughs> there's no snack time. There's no nap time. This is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm so I was born in 80. And then my brother was born in 86. So just as I probably would have transitioned out of my figures, he comes along and he inherits my figures. So all my He-Mans, um, He-Mens, I don't know what the plural is. Uh, Masters <laughs> of the He-Man. Universe is the plural. <laughs> um, but he gets all those. He we had a 
few random, like I said, a couple of superpowers. I had Doctor Doom's Secret Wars tower and a oh, Wolverine, wow. and oh, awesome. um, but then Ninja Turtles hit in like '88, and they were mm. basically mutated masters of the universe. They were the same scale, very similar yeah. articulation. So we became fans of that and just went really hard into those old playmates, Ninja Turtles. Um, from there, I kind of stopped for a little while until McFarlane put out the cult classics. I love horror movies and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and so that first wave, I bought those. Then I bought the second wave. Then there was a jewelry store going out of business in Baton Rouge. I bought a showcase, put it in my bedroom, and I had all the cult classics opened in it. Um, That's pretty cool. And then at that same time, my brother was collecting the the five inch Toy Biz figures, so pre Legends, like the the Ghost Rider vintage and the the superheroes vintage and all that. Um, And then when Marvel Legends started, I worked at Albertsons grocery store. I don't know if y'all are familiar with it, but um, they had a for a grocery store. They had pretty expansive, like ninety six foot run of toys, and. The toy rep was there one day, and she was putting a couple Marvel Legends. This series one. It was only Cap, Iron Man, Hulk, and Toad, who was reshuffled from an old X-Men line that was scrapped. And Toad was one per case. It was hard to find. So I asked her, I said, hey, can you order however many you want? She said, I can order a whole box. So she ordered it. It came in. I got my set. And I was off to the races, back with figures again. Marvel Legends was pretty much what brought me back in. And then I would collect here and there, like the soda street fighter figures. Um, Those are great. I'm a huge Shawn Michaels mark. So (laughs) there was a point where I would collect any Shawn Michaels figure that came out, like all the Jack stuff. So I had the classic superstars. I had the ruthless aggression, (laughs) anything. I eventually fast forwarding a little bit, but I got to a point where I got a job at Toys R Us um, for the holidays. And they, they wanted to put me building bikes and the store manager walked in during my interview and he's like, Hey boy, what do you like to do? I was like, uh, I really like action figures. And he said, he looked at the HR rep and he said, well, put him in boys, let him straighten those things. I was like, Oh, thank God. So like, <laughs> I'm just straightening the, the wrestling aisle and the Marvel aisle. And like, sir, you need to work on the other six aisles. <laughs> right. Um, I, I don't know. I'm kind of weird. I have some, I guess some OCD or whatever as a child, I would be at Winn-Dixie, which is a grocery store, and yep. I'd be front-facing cereal boxes. I'd make it look like a whole mm-hmm. wall. So I was really good at that straightening, blocking, yeah. zoning, whatever you want to call it. And so, yeah. yeah, I started doing that in Toys R Us, and they ended up saying, hey, do you want to be a manager here? Because you seem to really like this. And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, leave me alone. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I ended up becoming a manager at Toys R Us, and Damn. that made Excuse it easy me. to get – the figures i wanted i did have a rule i didn't want to be the the greedy toy monger that you read about in magazines so <laughs> i would of course get mine first and then anything right. else just went back out on the shelf you know i would call my friends and say hey we put it out you got to come here and get it so i didn't just hoard everything up which is the horror stories you hear from a lot of toys yeah, sure. um, but yeah it was marvel legends and then into wrestling and um now because i run the toy store you know that old saying you can't get high on your own supply uh, <laughs> at least not if you want to make any money uh i've really had to scale back what i collect so i mean i'm looking around in my shop which is where i'm at right now i have my small selection of things i collect so i've got a set of big trouble and little china figures Ooh. it's very rare i've yeah. got 
four customs of Gambit from the Marvel Legends that a local guy did for me. One is just a custom head with a cigarette because Hasbro won't ever do it. One is him <laughs> as the Captain Britain, which is from one of the recent Hickman books. One is him as the Horseman Death. Um, then there's Coneheads. There's a signed Robert England, a signed CM Punk mm-hmm. and Luke Gallows two-pack, an wow. ICP two-pack, which I had two of, but I sold one to Dylan when he was trying to book mm. them for a show. Oh, yeah. Castlevania, and then my other side has my wrestling, which I'm also a, a huge John Moxley mark. So I have okay. every single AEW Moxley figure, every chase. Um, I have my Wolfpack, I have my DX, uh, and then Gremlins. I love Gremlins. I don't know if y'all noticed it while I was dancing, but I've got a. It's probably going to be hard to see here, but there's a Gizmo tattoo on my arm. Oh yeah. Oh, awesome. oh yeah. That looks great. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, and my dog, my French bulldog, his name is Gizmo. I just love Gremlins. So, and that's there's. Awesome. There's very few of those, you know, they come out with one every three or four months. So it's very easy to collect. Mm. And then aside from that, touching back on those Playmates Ninja Turtles, the Super 7 Ultimates, which are those Ninja Turtles basically on steroids. Yeah. Um, I keep one of those back for myself in the box. So I have a full run of that so far, too. Nice, man. That's cool as hell. Wow. See, this is this is great stuff to learn about. Hell yeah. That's so actually, then- if you look behind my shoulder, those two top shelves are also just goofy things that i've collected and kept Mm -hmm. that you know there's too bad wearing a cowboy hat and there's a roddy (laughs) piper with a custom harley race crown and uh, sean michaels over there uh yeah there's a sean michaels there's a macho man slim jim thing on the top no macho man slim jim thing i just heard there was another a variant of that i saw that with a bandana yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like the tiger stripe like bandana with the glasses and yeah dude i was like Oh shit! Like, because <laughs> I always when I had my toy room in my old house, I wanted that. Like, I literally oh, there wanted it is. to have that. Someone selling it for twenty five hundred dollars or best yeah. offer. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's sick. Yeah. That's awesome. I need that. Yeah. So right now this one here. Yeah. I got for forty five dollars from Amazon, and they lost it. Oh. So I filed a complaint, oh, and they I'm sent sure. me a second one. And then two weeks later, the first one showed up. Showed up. So my girlfriend has the other one. That's it's crazy, in a box man. in the house. She insisted she had to have it. Mine's on display. Hers is put away. I'm like, why did you need it? You, you know, <laughs> but it is what it is. That's you cool. can't That's tell cool. her no. <laughs> no, no, never can. <laughs> Even the normal one, like the, the first one goes for like, it's like 150 to like two, 200 bucks. Like That's why I was so excited when I found it new in the box on Amazon for 45. Yeah, I'm right. looking on Amazon right now. <laughs> Jake, like, let me know if they just, have them. There's just Slim Jim. And well, there's a you can get the so meaty, it's savage. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, you're you're a no, fan of wrestling. Sure. You're collecting. You're moving. You know, cross country. You're moving back. Uh, is there a time that you ever take a break from watching wrestling? Not really. Like, so you know, obviously through the Attitude Era, look. There was a point where I worked for Albertsons and I started, that was my first job ever. Started when I was 16 years old. I badgered them for two weeks till they hired me just because I wanted a job. And, you know, truth be told, I wanted to get out of my house. I wanted to be somewhere else because uh, it wasn't the best environment, which is eventually what led to me getting custody of my brother. Um, and I don't mind talking about that. I just don't want to, you know, yeah. want to be depressing or anything sure. um, because it all had a great ending to where yeah. we're at now. But regardless, that was why I got the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you couldn't tell, I'm a little bit goofy. 
And can you imagine me at 16? I was much goofier. I was telling my bosses to suck it. I was uh, <laughs> a guy would come in to work with me at 6 a.m. He's half asleep. I'd go to shake his hand. I'd pull him in and stun him like he threw a bag of, of Tootsie Rolls at me. Ooh, uh, and wrestling's just been a huge deal. We had a printer in the video department that wouldn't work. I unplugged it. I, I gave it the people's elbow. I plugged it back in. It worked like it, that sort of idiocy is what I was doing. Um, <laughs> Lo and behold, you've had several jobs because of it <laughs> true no, um, and then uh so I, I turned 18 and they wanted me to move up they're like oh you want to be a cashier sure and i got on the register and and then i guess i started to show somewhat of leadership qualities yeah um but at the time they could only pay me like six dollars an hour because of my hours they said mm. but if you were to be gone for say like 30 days, we could rehire you at any rate of pay we want. Mm. And I was like, okay, I, I hear what you're throwing down. So <laughs> basically I quit and mm. I went to live with my aunt in Oklahoma for a summer. Okay. Just basically took a summer off of work. Yep. Um, but to everyone there, other than the people who, you know, were helping me with this, it's incriminating, I guess, but you know, it's also 20 <laughs> something fucking years ago. Um, <laughs> I was I was moving away to just go be with family. Right. So um, I'm living in Oklahoma for the summer, and my brother and I, we're just, every Monday night, it's the Monday Night Wars. These girls that I know came over to see me, and they wanted me to go hang out with them. And I'm like, you're going to have to come back at like 930, like the, the wolf pack's on. I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, are you serious? Like, you, you can't, because I'd lived in Oklahoma when I was 15. That's why. I knew them, and okay. then they were excited that I was up there for the summer. But that particular day, I was like, "It's a Monday. Call me tomorrow." <laughs> You're like, are you serious? And he's like, "Ooh, yeah, exactly." I'm like, "Sting is there right now. Like, I'm not. I'm not getting off this. I'm not getting out of this chair." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess that's a long roundabout way of saying no not really i didn't really take time off from watching because years later I, I met other people who were into wrestling mm -hmm. um in my mid-20s i actually had an idea that maybe i would train to do it um because a buddy of mine ran a school fun fact i would pay him my tuition with sean michaels checks really corny ones like after sean came back so like there's one where he's doing the elbow drop there's one where he's doing the pose and then there's one where he's just like cross-armed with hearts like it was hey here's here's for my wrestling schooling <laughs> but um and on on monday nights we'd go to a bar and the bar would not play any music on the jukebox they would put raw on the tv they would tell everybody hey if you want to play music you gotta wait till 10 30 um hmm. and we we just sit there and drink shots and drink beers and watch wrestling and that I don't know. That's it's just kind of always been my escape, I guess. And again, it it plays such a big part in my life, my brother's life, because we're only six years apart. Because of what we've been through, we're pretty close. And so there's times where we'll get on a tangent and we'll just start answering each other in movie quotes and wrestling right. catchphrases and stuff. And I remember one of our friends was once like, "I have a college degree and I have no clue what y'all are talking about." <laughs> like he just could not keep up. Yeah. <laughs> so you uh didn't end up taking a, a real break or anything so then what was your first introduction into seeing matt and brian well obviously i saw them as as uh the edgeheads when they did the and they came in and helped edge because i was watching at that time i wasn't super familiar with like ovw and i didn't watch 
um, I barely watched Heat unless it was before pay-per-view or, or things like that. So it was mostly just Raw and occasionally if, you know, once SmackDown came around, I would try to catch that. It's more been like a Monday night thing for me. Uh, but definitely saw them when they debuted as the Edgeheads and then through their careers as Kurt and Zach. Sure. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so then, at what point do you start to find out about the Major Wrestling Figure podcast and start listening? So I was aware of the YouTube series where they would go on toy hunts and things like that. Figure and it out. Then, yeah. And yeah. then when they, uh, when they ended up being released, it was... Well, let me back up. I started my toy business in 2018. That was when I filed for my LLC and uh, created the name, created the logo. But in the beginning, it was just I was selling to like 10 guys that I knew mm. around me. They'd meet me at a, at a grocery store and they'd buy figures out of my trunk. Eventually, I started dipping my toes into doing toy shows, small ones around. We have a handful of them around here. Um, and then I started partnering with the comic book stores. Hey, can we borrow, you know, your space on a Saturday, me and four other guys are going to set up tables and sell toys. We'll advertise it. We'll bring people in here that will maybe buy books and it'll give us an opportunity to sell our toys. Cause I found other people that did the shows and stuff like that. So just slowly built up a name and a brand. Um, and then I was presented with an opportunity. A friend of mine was moving his comic shop from one side of town to the other. He said, I've got five months left on the lease here. Either I can deal with it or I can just let you come put all your stuff here you pay half the rent, sell the rest of my toys that are here. And that way you can kind of figure out if this is going to be a viable option. Mm. So I said, cool. Mm. Well, that happened on March 1st, 2020. That was the day I opened my brick and mortar. Mm. 13 days later, the world shut down because of COVID. Yeah. So um, everybody was forced to stay at home. And so, um, I had been in Facebook groups doing like or seeing people doing things called claim sales and stuff like that. Sure. Mm-hmm. The guy that I was taking over for, he had a whole wall, like 70 feet of three and three quarter Star Wars. And I was like, this would be perfect for a claim sale. Why don't you do it? And he's like, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. So mm-hmm. I went in a Facebook group called Toy Hoarders Anonymous and just started creating these claim sales with different brands of Star Wars figures. And I sold through his entire inventory and oh, wow. helped pay his rent and my rent through the pandemic when we were both sure. closed. Wow. And then I turned around and bought more because I had so much fun doing it. Yeah. I sold that. Well, I don't know what it was like where you guys were, but down here in Louisiana, we entered into phase two, I guess you could call it, by about May or June, where you were allowed to open the doors and let people in, but you had to social distance. You had to have sure. hand sanitizer. Right. Um, yep. I went and bought a 24 by 36 poster frame from Hobby Lobby, took the screen out and punched holes in it and ran chains to have like a plexi divider there by the register Mm -hmm. um but just before we were going to open there was a guy who lived about uh, he lives about an hour and a half away from me and he messaged me on facebook he said hey you have a toy store i have 14 boxes worth of wrestling figures i want to get rid of i was going to try and sell them myself but maybe you want them i was like well send me some pictures because one thing i've learned in this business is everyone message you i've got this awesome collection and then You get yeah. there and it's like it's it's all power it of the done. force or it's all you know basics <laughs> or it's you know mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. I said, send me some pictures. He sent me three blurry pictures. I couldn't make anything out. Right. I told my girlfriend, I said, look, let's just go take a look. What do we got to lose? So I go right. to his house. He's got 14 20 by 20 like big ass Home Depot boxes. 
I open one up, and it is just elites, boxed. Oh, wow. All front to back, top to bottom, Hall of Fame, um, network spotlights. I close it, move it off to the side, open the next one, more elites, four horsemen pack um Whoa. the the then there's marvel legends the hobgoblin yeah. marvel legend which from space venom waves at that time is like a hundred dollar figure close it up look at the next box and as i'm telling him he's like i've also got this ps3 this ps2 this kylo <laughs> ren voice changer helmet i got this han and carbonite mini fridge like he's just throwing all this shit at me and by the third box i just closed it and i said what do you want for all this and he said well, what are you going to give me? I was like, well, tell me what you want. He said, well, I really want 3000. And I'm like, you want 3000 for all this? He's like, yeah. I was like, if you want 3000, I'll give you 3000, but I I need a, I need a couple days. He's like, okay, but you're sure going to, you're going to do it. And you're going to take everything. I was like, I will absolutely take everything. Um, do me a favor. I'll be back in a week. Don't let anybody dig through this because we made a deal. He's like, cool. All right, so I go back in a week, $3,000 cash, load up my girlfriend's van, load up my car. We go to the shop. This is a Friday night. The next Saturday is the phase two day, so we're going to open. We got back to the shop at like 7.30, and we were there until 1 in the morning pricing figures. I put out two six-foot tables that was nothing but elites. Yeah. Just, I mean... At the time, you know, 2020. So think of it, he didn't have the the old red and black boxes. Mm-hmm. His started with the the weird shaped white boxes. Yeah. Um, but then pretty much everything from there on he had. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so now I had. And so that was our big selling point. Hey, we're open and look at this wrestling collection we just got. And there was also pops, there was micro brawlers, there was tons yeah. of shit. Yeah. Um and what happened is one of my friends said, Hey, you should really get into Matt Cardona and Brian Myers Facebook group. Those mm. people would love this. Yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. I'll check it out. So then I, I kind of learned what the Patreon was and stuff. And I got in um, right. and I sold a couple figures there, but um, I kind of just lurked in the group. Hmm. Um, and then I don't know how far you want me to go with this, but basically I started listening to the pod. And getting just looking at the posts and and trying to catch all the in jokes and stuff like that. And uh, there was a point where Matt was talking about his Star Wars vintage collection, and there were some figures he was missing. And so I said, well, let me just ask him. I messaged him. I said, hey, do you need these figures? I got them, brand new in the case. Sell them to you for retail, whatever. He's like, yeah, I do. Okay, he PayPal'd me. And then I listened to the pod that next week, and he shouted me out. I was like, man, that was really cool. Like, uh, yeah. A, a guy who's established in the wrestling business shouted out me in my goofy ass store. <laughs> um, and I just became more and more engrossed in it. And uh, I sold him a few more Star Wars figures. And then finally I worked up the nerve. I messaged him and I was like, dude, what's it going to take for me to book you for a show? And we kind of talked and hashed it out. And so he came down here for our local comic con that we put on. Mm-hmm. And and I booked him. I, I like I picked him up at the airport. Oh wow! We had the whole car ride to just bullshit. And this was just before all the Nick Gage stuff. So like maybe a oh, month wow. before, okay, yeah. yeah, a month before he was set to do all that. Um, and we hung out all day because I was basically his handler. Um, and I've got the signed print. We did like a Star Wars theme print, and he signed it to me and all that stuff. Sweet. And at that point, I just felt really. Uh, I don't know. It's it's like. I feel like I'm a part of this, you know? Right, yeah, for sure. And I started 
but I didn't want the group to be just, hey, here's my store. I want to promote my toys. Right. I actually started trying to talk with people and interact Engage. in the group. Yeah. Yep. There's a few marks that live out here that mm-hmm. uh, are in the group and were aware, yeah. and they thought it was so cool that I was able to bring Matt down and stuff like sure. that. Um, and it just kind of snowballed from there, honestly. You know, we, uh, we were able to bring Matt and Brian together mm-hmm. uh, last year, and so that was cool. Um, I've never collected bendies as a kid, but I'm all in on these major bendies. Like I, I know he says, don't be a completionist, but me and there's another Mark, his name's Peter. We we're watching for each other. He's like, look, I got, I saw these went up for sales. Like grab me one. (laughs) So I'm, as of right now, other than the, uh, the pro wrestling tees ones, I am complete. And I have some that are even signed. I have a signed flair. I have a signed Mark, a signed swoggle, a signed Gargano, from the Pandora's box. Um, well, so did you, get, did you get these in yet? They're, I think they were delivered on the today. Way. I just haven't awesome. been home yet. Uh, yeah. I'm here at the shop. I, I work my day job five days a week. And then I did a whatnot stream for about two hours selling NECA aliens and predators tonight oh, wow. before yeah. this. Then I'm doing this. And then when I'm done with this, I've got to pack up Marvel legends that I sold a couple nights ago. So it's just constantly moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think out of all of us, I'm probably the only one that can lay claim to this. I'm the only incompletest of the major bendies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, what do you got? Too. A little cherry coke there, man? Oh uh, yeah, cherry coke zero. Oh man, that's that's some good stuff right there. If I was if I was drinking pop, that's what I'd drink, but I'm not. I shouldn't. <laughs> I might have been able to fit that vest if I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> or that, that, that jacket. No, I had that's a hard very- Let's uh, can we go into that? Yeah, now? yeah, okay, yeah. Let's let's talk about that. So, um, yeah, as far well, I'll, I'll let you go. Let's go ahead and talk about how you picked it up and and all that, and then I'll talk about you know we can kind of go into how right. everybody. So, I saw I saw the, uh, the the stream where he tried to auction it and it didn't yeah. sell, and then I saw the Facebook post. Hey, you know, here's this gear, and then there was like I think a separate post that said, Hey, buy this gear. And you, I'll hand deliver it to you when you enter Live 15 with me. Ooh. I'd never been to a live show before, and I've been wanting to go for so long. And again, I've I've hung out with Matt in in that sure. like Comic Con capacity. I've yeah. talked to him and Brian, so I felt comfortable enough. I just messaged him and I was like, "Hey, has anybody bought that gear?" And he said, "No." And I said, "All right, I'm thinking about it." I'll let you know in like a week or two. Yeah. And he probably thought, "Yeah, whatever," you know. Right. <laughs> So I started doing some whatnot streams, sold some stuff that I had, and I had I paid off some debt. So I completely understand what you mean about the belt, Jake. There was things oh, yeah. that I had to do first, right. and I made enough on my whatnot streams that I did it. And I mm-hmm. looked, and I was like, I have the money to do this. Right. And so I just went on, and VIP tickets were still available. I bought one, and I messaged yes. him, and I said, hey. Oh man, I you just should have thrown a ticket for free. Ah, too. you know, it, I, I didn't. I didn't assume it was included. No, I was just like, dry, baby. <laughs> I was just like, hey, I just bought my VIP ticket. I'm gonna buy the gear. I'll see you Saturday. Damn. And he's like, holy fuck. And I was like, <laughs> what? Is it okay? You didn't sell it. He's like, no, it's a good holy fuck. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and so That's you know, awesome. I uh, I started like basically I planned the trip the Monday before. Yeah. I was going to get a plane ticket, but I started looking and it's like three, $400 and it's a nine hour flight to Orlando because oh. they make you go to like Charlotte and then oh, down sure. or to oh, Texas no and then flight. over. Weird. 
Whereas I could just rent a car for a hundred bucks, drive the eight hours, not have to worry about losing bags, delayed flights. I mean, with the way the airport's been lately, all it would have taken was one thing to ruin my entire weekend. Right. Whereas if I'm just in a car on the road, and again, when I was 20, I was driving 24 hours to move to Arizona, eight and a half hours to Orlando, isn't that big a deal? Right. I got off work, rented a car. I didn't even have a hotel room. I just got a hotel room at the first one off the interstate. The the what I basically did was put the tin roof in my GPS, and I headed there. And once I was like a mile or two away, I was like, all right, let me find a hotel room. And so I just stayed at the Drury Inn. Hmm. Um right off the interstate went to bed next day got dressed early and i'm texting my girlfriend she's like doors aren't open until like three i was like yeah but i'm going now it's like one o'clock she's like what are you gonna do i was like i don't know i'm just gonna stand in line and i didn't (laughs) i didn't stooge it to anybody not even my friends that are in the group they didn't know like there's a guy brandon nathan he follows all my whatnot streams and I was doing one on Thursday. And I was like, yeah, guys, you got to buy these figures. Cause I'm going to go get into some foolishness this weekend. And he's like, Hey, wait, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. And so then I posted the picture Friday when I got the rental, right. like feeling cute. Might drive to Orlando later. I don't know. Oh, um, I saw, I remember seeing that. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't tell anybody and I asked Matt not nice. to tell anybody. Yeah. Um, and so I stood in line and I got to meet, uh, Jeff, and Nick Minagla. Minalia. I want to no, 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 come after you. I want to try to say the names right. No, I know Magnolia. Yes. Um, and I met Shawnee, even though I had talked with him and goofed off with him online. I met him yeah. in person. It was yeah. cool. You know, and, and people are like, oh, well, what are you getting signed? It's like, ah, I don't know. I've got their signature. I'm trying to just play it cool. Right. Um, I got, I didn't really like I was excited. I was a little nervous, but it didn't really hit me until I got in. And I'm going to get my bracelet and I tell Billy my name and he's like, oh, I'm supposed to keep an eye on you. And I was like, "Okay, (laughs) yeah, I was aware. Yeah. Well, Well, I figured you you even message me. I messaged you that day after you mentioned it to me. Yeah. I was like, hey, you know, here's where I'm going to be because you said I need to know. Um And so then I just sat at a table. I met Johnny JB. We're all just bullshitting. And then I go to the bar to buy a round. Yes. And Billy was like, hey, we got to go now. We got to go. Yeah, Matt was like, like, now. I'm like, all right, all right, here. I knew you were busy. Somebody take these to the table. Keep my card, uh, which I'll tell you about the card later. That was Uh funny, too. But um, I go in there. And so I'm in the hallway. I'm in Gorilla, if you will, with Mm -hmm. Matt. Brian and Mark and Mark is like, I want to make sure I pronounce your name. Right. I was like, here's it's Hotard. That's how you say it. And then Matt's like, are you, are you ready? Are you excited? I "I am. Brian's like, come on, man, this is your day. Are you, are you pumped? And I looked at him and I looked at Matt and and I said this a few times later in the night, but I know Matt's such a monster squad, Mark. And I looked at Brian and I said, well, I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? You know? (laughs) And then Matt goes to put the, the, the gear on me. He's like, let me help you get into it. And he goes to fasten it. And obviously, um, a little bit of a heavy mark. It wouldn't go. And he's like, well, there it is. I was like, gee, thanks, dude. <laughs> you know, and then Brian goes and we're just sitting back there. And he's like, all right, so how do you want to do it? I was like, I don't know. You tell me. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go out there. And then I'm going to point to you. And then you come out. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And honestly, when I got out there, like I was nervous as shit. I didn't know what to do. I just held up some devil horns. Like, yeah, <laughs> you did the Omega level. Yeah, you too. did the yeah, Omega I, well, level. I, so I had been practicing that shit. And when I got, when Matt told me, he's, he's like, driving from Louisiana. He's like, oh, he's I, I am, I am. I'm like, How can I, I got to make sure I do it right. Like, right. I got one shot not to screw this up. And when we got to the stage, because I just kept following Matt, like a, a lost puppy. Like, is this? Am I still going, or do I need to go right. to my seat now? And and he's like, Hey, man, take the stage. And I'm like, All right. Yeah. So I didn't know what to do. I just got up there and threw the Omega level. And uh, awesome. I think Mark thought I was doing matt's he's like he knows the hand thing i'm like nah, uh, mark doesn't know what i'm doing right now <laughs> no i instantly i was like oh what's oh yeah, no same. he's doing omega omega level, level. yeah that's yeah, awesome so yeah and then i just you know i think matt was trying to like bump beers and i you know i like did a fist bump with his beer can i said i just i know i need to get out the way because y'all got a show like yeah so just uh, trying to stay modest about the whole thing but really super super geeked and and we talked about it before but it being his AEW entrance gear you know it's important getting to know yeah uh, that experience was great like that was once in a lifetime being able to do that but then also knowing i got to i get to bring it home and i don't have it on display yet i know i Mm -hmm. suck but i'm gonna put it in the shop and so it's here and i'll always have the memory of that of that trip i mean even if there weren't photos and video evidence everywhere but uh (laughs) you know it all of it. It was my first. I told Matt in the message. I said it's my first live show, Broski. So if I'm gonna pop my cherry, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow the bitch up. And that's why I wanted to, <laughs> sure did, man. I mean, to you buy really the gear and smile. make the entrance. And uh, I can just I can imagine what people must have thought when they're like, and accompanied by and like, who is this fucking guy? <laughs> oh, that was me. I was like, who's this fucking guy? <laughs> <laughs> accompanied by this fucking guy. Like, no, I. I I saw you walk out and I was like, ah, oh, you bought it. I'm like, ah, yeah. now my chances of getting it are gone. No, I, I, told Husfar, I told Husfar, I told Husfar, I was like, don't worry, we're going to get this fucker trashed and we'll, we'll get it back for you. <laughs> no, never. And I, then you just ended no. up being so cool. Dude, yeah, and yeah you were like awesome. Everyone cool. It's like, all right, we'll let him keep it. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, 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 I, no, like I couldn't have fought off the whole MWO. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, honestly, though, like, that was like such a very cool and genuine, like nice gesture that you allowed mm-hmm. everybody and anybody to try that on. Because I mean, you know, obviously, I don't we, think we, I would have if I, I was wouldn't, in that scenario. Yeah, we, we, we yeah, I, I, I know for a fact I wouldn't have. But <laughs> well, I'm, there's just no way. But um, but I know how like you know, obviously Billy Husfar and myself, we we we've hung around Matt and Brian for so long and we communicate with them quite often. You know what I mean? So it's, and I hate saying this, but it's like, I don't want to say the thrill's gone, but you know, it's just, and no, cause I still do. I, I still am enamored by them. Sure. You know what I mean? But it's just, I guess like that first internet, cause I, re- I remember when Husfar and I were at live six and I, like Matt came up, I was like recording with my phone and he was like, what the fuck or whatever. And I was just oh, like, yeah. Dude, this is so cool. You know, I was just like so happy to, you know, that he was like interacting with me and stuff. And, uh, you know, now, but I think just over time, we've just had so many interactions. It's more of a, more of a friend or like a companion, you know what I mean? Like a kind of just that relation, just a friendship, you know? And, um, but it's just, I, I don't even know what I'm trying to get to right now, but, <laughs> but um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, maybe where this was coming from was with Travis letting everyone wear the jacket. Yes. It gave you that moment to, like, 
be that fan again. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. And that's hundred percent. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting to. It's like, you know, you were so generous and you just, you just open arms. Like, you know, you let everybody try it on. It didn't matter. You didn't know who I was. You didn't, you know what I mean? Like we'd never met or even interacted before. I don't believe in them. You know, you were just so cool that you're trying on, dude, you know, and it was just it was awesome. And it, and it made me feel like, you know, it put me back in that fan perspective. And like I, I legit, I mean, Alejandro was, took the video and I, I know we were kind of talking and he said, I'm going to I'm going to take a video. And he ran off and I didn't know I didn't know he was doing like a whole like kind of cool thing. Like, yeah, video. yeah. And uh, but you did a fantastic job. And, uh, you know. You were there and Johnny JB were helping me put it on. And I was just, I remember my, I don't know, my, I'm a little wide in the shoulders, but you know, I was like, I was like, Oh, I can't get this fucker on. You know and I remember? It, I was like, Cause like, I was trying to get my arm in and I was like, Oh shit. And then I was thinking, I'm like, dude, if I rip this or something, you know what I mean? Like, Oh my God. Like, you know, but I just started thinking like right then I was like, you let like 50 people try it on. You know what I mean? Like, and that was Even just like, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I was awesome. like, "Hey, do you want to tell Ro- it goodbye?" <laughs> Rory wore it. That I, uh, was, oh, I, didn't, that was cool. I didn't see that. Yeah. So my whole thing with it, you know, I wanted to go to a live show. Yes. Um, I wanted to. I wanted to make an impact. Obviously, you with did, man. Here. You did. Uh, but not only that, I've been in the the group for a few years now. Mm-hmm. I've been an ultimate member since the ultimate tier was introduced. Awesome. And. I've seen a lot of people interact with each other. There's a lot yeah. of names that are familiar, sure. um, but I hadn't really had an opportunity outside of the five or six people that are local to really meet anybody. So in yeah. my eyes, seeing people, I mean, just, you know, as I'm walking up from the park garage, I saw Billy, you know, in his MWO jacket, just hanging out. I was like, Oh, that's, that's Billy Peck. And then I yeah. got, I, I was able to start putting names to faces right. and meet people and interact. And so that's the, best the part, jacket, yeah. like, I mean, at the end of the day, I get to take the jacket home and then, you know, do whatever. Sure. But right. in the moment I was so elated to be there and to be yeah. in that environment and having yeah. that experience, I just wanted to share it with everybody. And that's why I was like, look, yeah. you put it on, you put it on. I don't give a fuck who put it on. Just <laughs> right. let's and, have and, fun. And like that made the after party so much more special. Yeah. It was like an attraction. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, you get to meet Matt and Brian and Mark and, you know, Rory's hanging around or, you know, you know, Sammy Guevara, you know, all these amazing talents are over there. But then like, or you can also go over to Travis and try on Matt's gear you know what I mean? and, and get a couple Coronas for free too, because you guys are popping out for Coronas this left and right. I was like, okay. Oh, I had, <laughs> I had quite the bar tap, but here's yeah. the thing I put. So, I put a, a decent amount of cash in my wallet. Mm. And when I got, you know, when I was leaving the hotel room, I left my wallet. I just brought my ID. I brought my room key and I brought my cash. Cause that was all I needed. Um, I had a substantial amount of cash and I woke up with half of it still. So I did pretty good. Yeah, even win. with that's, the bar tab. And I did bring a debit card just in case. Yeah. And that was the funny part. So at some point, and this is the part that nobody knows. Uh-oh. At some point after I went back to the hotel room, I left the gear. <gasps> I left my phone, all this stuff in the hotel room. Now, oh. I left my debit card at Live 15, at 10. Right. Um, but I left all my shit at the hotel room, and I went back out. I just walked to another bar mm-hmm. and had a beer. And you know how you're out drinking, and <laughs> maybe you've had a little bit too much, but then... All of a sudden, 
I guess the cognitiveness just kicks back in. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. I'm I'm sitting in this bar and I'm like, so this isn't tin roof. <laughs> and I'm like, this I don't have the gear. Aluminum I don't have my phone. I've got like ten bucks cash in my pocket. I'm like, what the fuck? I figured oh, I lost man. everything. <gasps> I got out the ho- I got out the bar and I wasn't far. I was in, within walking distance because I didn't drive. I left my car parked yeah. at the uh, at the show. I walked back to the hotel room. Had them get me another key because I didn't even have my hotel key. And thankfully, oh. I opened the door and all my stuff was there. I uh, even wow. in my even in my inebriated state, I only took like a, a twenty and my ID, and that's all I left with. But the debit card was still missing, and I'm like, I'm not going to panic. I know that I left in a rush, and I want to say Johnny Cisco checked on me, good. and somebody else had messaged me. A couple people messaged me like, hey, you're awesome. alive, you're okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And I went back to Tin Roof the next day when they opened, and I was like, hey, I was here last night. I think I left my debit card. They're like, oh, yeah, here it is. Mm-hmm. So, cool. awesome. I got it. Um, I was <laughs> it must happen so uh, much there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which major buck are you? <laughs> I was like, do I owe anything? And they're like, no, we ran it last night. And I looked at my bank account, and I saw, I was like, okay, well, there's, and it wasn't terrible. So, I was like, like so I don't remember nobody stole it. $95 tip. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so all's well that ends well. But yeah, I uh cool. I, I hope that Live fifteen is not my last live show. Oh, but I will definitely probably not drink as much at the next one. <laughs> you Jake learned that lesson last you, time. Yeah, you time. lived Jake's life. <laughs> yeah, man. I did perfect I did perfect this time. Yeah, you were perfect. Oh, dude. I had such a good time. Except this you time put too. your feet in my face. On the ride home. (laughs) Coming to a major world order vlog soon. (laughs) But I mean, all in all, I had a great time. It was a it was a once in a lifetime experience. Again, I wish that when I was dancing to Thomas Ian Nicholas band, I wasn't throwing imaginary punches. Um (laughs) I may have video of this. Somebody it might have been Jake. Somebody sent me a video where in the middle of my dance and I just started the Shawn Michaels like strut and yeah. tried to like shake it off my shoulders and <laughs> like just total total autopilot. Who was it? Someone <laughs> sent me a video. Oh, it was Herman, the TikTok. There it guy. is, yeah. He, oh, he sent God. me a video. It's like, hey, I think I think Oh yeah, you sent me that one. I like this, so I sent <laughs> he's you sleeping. one. <laughs> no, he's dancing. I, I uh, think you got good moves. <laughs> yeah, you did. I mean, you know what? Rookie of the year's up there, and he's jamming. And I'm like, why isn't anybody dancing? Like, let's let's make this guy feel welcome. He probably thought I was. Oh, but there's, there's there. the <laughs> <laughs> yes. I looked at the pictures after of me sitting with him, and like he's smiling in the ones when I'm in it. But then there's one where he just looks like he's over all of it. I'm like, I probably aggravated the shit out of this dude. <laughs> <laughs> No, ah, it's all right. no, he Thomas was awesome. I oh, actually yeah. talked with him for about twenty minutes after the show. He was a super cool dude and super chill. He was a he was he he said something. He's like, "Who's that guy with the shiny vest on?" He was having a blast. I was like, "Yeah, I think he's out by the trash can right now." Yeah, <laughs> that was that was my uh, that was my closing remarks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, man, you uh, you brought uh, a lot of fun to that yeah, night. Yeah, you put oh, a lot yeah. of smiles on people's faces that yep. night for sure, man. Yep. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have no idea how this come to be, but go figure, you know, Jeff Manalia gets himself in these situations. <laughs> he, <laughs> do, you, do you recall, like... When he was putting on the jacket and it's yes. like all weird and upside down and Wait, I'm like, what? Well, how? Yeah. 
Jake, how, you didn't know this? How does this no, get what? mixed up? Like, it's a vest. What, did he put his head through the ass part or something? Uh, he, I think Bro. he, he might have put his head there through one of the arm spots. Like, it's, it's, I don't, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? that's like the bottom. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like draped over his shoulder. It's like sideways. I, when like, I the saw f- the picture, I thought he did it as a joke. I'm so like, confused hey, right this now. This is fun. And then he goes, he's looking at the, his picture. Then he starts seeing it's everybody else's pictures. And oh. it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I now realize that I did not have this on right. Oh my god! Why didn't anybody help me out? <laughs> oh, Jeff, man, what are you doing, brother? <laughs> you know, those with those new balances, those long. Yeah, those new balances. The well, I in my vlog I call them the old balances. <laughs> You're um, right. you know, yeah, because those, those are terrible. I hope you uh, replace those. Oh, look at that. That's a good picture. It is a great picture. No, Jeff's a great dude. And he's going to be like, oh, you got to Why are you me? making fun of me? Because <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> but no, again, I no wanna, we love Jeff. Yeah. I do want to share this out. So my, my, my favorite, I guess, biggest wrestling mark moment of that whole night. Um, the other thing about live shows, which you guys know, is there's always surprise guests. Mm. Yeah. No idea who they are, and it doesn't matter because it's just it's going to be people from wrestling. It, it sure. doesn't even matter if you're a fan of them or not. Like it, you know, they're there and it's cool. Yeah, but you get to interact. I have loved Tony Nice since like oh. the cruiserweight champ or yeah, cruiserweight yeah, tournament or whatever. Yeah. And oh, so yeah, when they announced that. him as a surprise guest, like I'm t- texting my brother, I'm like, <laughs> holy fucking shit, I'm gonna get to meet Tony Nice. Like I'm wearing this. <laughs> goofy jacket that i bought and i'm like <laughs> having a great time and i'm just marking out like i, I can't wait till the show is over so i can go get a picture with tony Nese. Right. Uh, like it was that to me aside from all the other just everything else that happened that weekend that moment was where like you said jake i became just a 100 yeah. percent wrestling fan like i could have stapled right. my finger again like getting yeah. so excited <laughs> when tony knees came out He's like, fucking shit, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, you know what? I just realized right now, and I don't mean to interrupt and make this about me at all or anything, but um, I'm going to. <laughs> so last year, obviously, I, I got a little tore up, and uh, I didn't get to meet any of the guests, including Same. Kevin Nash, which I'm still kind of upset about. But I didn't, I didn't meet any this year either. <laughs> you know, and I think – because I'm having so much fun interacting with the mark, the major marks and just hanging out and having a good time, you know, and just like, oh, I just, like I said, I saw Sammy Guevara run by, like, I would have liked to get to meet him. Tony Nese would have been cool. Um, I, I, I'm actually, Dale. I am, I am the kiss demon. Oh yeah. 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 He's cool. Um, <laughs> uh, but negative one, I think would have been like, oh, I actually, yeah. I am upset that I didn't get to meet him. That would have been, really cool because like when he came out i was like oh dude that's cool you know yeah like, that would have been I, I wish i would have got to meet him that would have been me too been fun. the yeah, only least... one i didn't meet was godfather and i think again oh, yeah. that's because i was having so much fun at the table and we were all joking and laughing that like by the time i tried to even go over there uh it he was already on his way out yeah. i'm like ah well you know yeah you know, oh, I, I forgot. I did. I I went out to dinner with Mitch, in, like right in the middle of it. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gone forever. Yeah, I came back. It's fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, but no, I. Uh, yeah. Last thing that you would have needed in your situation to then maybe get put in another situation where you're like now smoking dope with the, the Godfather <laughs> and Shawnee. <laughs> right. Yeah. I went, uh, never mind. 
<laughs> but no, I, I mean, I, I got to. I got to interact with everybody else. Dale, actually, I don't know what happened. I thought I had pictures on my phone, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty bummed. I was like, damn. You know, I, I bought, like, a figure and a couple of 8x10s, and I went to the bathroom. And when I came out, he was standing outside the bathroom. Like, he was on his way. I was like, dude, please, I don't know. I think the pictures got taken on somebody else's phone. Can you please take a picture with me? And he's like, yeah, man, sure. You, you know, I think I gave him 100 bucks for all the shit I bought from him. So he's like, yeah, you want a picture? Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, same. <laughs> I... As the fan portion of me got, you know, I I made sure to go meet Negative One and the Kiss Demon. Yes. And just because I was so, like, busy and had other stuff I had to do, like, Kiss Demon is is very (laughs) long-winded. And I'm trying to get my stuff, and I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. He is the hillbilly gym. Of the, yeah, of the major kind of opportunity, and I, I <laughs> was like, just so like, I gotta go, and yeah. I forgot to get a picture. So oh, same, man. like that was my one, like ah, oh, yeah. I, I got I to see you it, from a but... distance, shake his hand and smile at him. So I got that. No, it was still, picture. it was a great. It, oh, thank you. Send that. Got it. Uh, it was still yeah, a great. As far as being a creeper all night, dude. What do you mean I was being a creeper? You were taking videos of me, like. For the yeah, because your face was funny when you're drunk. <laughs> I was, I, but I wasn't though. Yeah, you were. No. Yeah, your feet oh, were up in the car. Way. That's different. That's at the you're end up of the in night. my seat. No, not at all. No, one <laughs> me. No, no. That was JP. The video. Yeah. The video says anyway. otherwise. All right, that's enough. <laughs> but, uh, no, again, you 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 uh you did a lot of really awesome things that night. Yes, and you made it very, very cool. fun for so many people yeah, in different man. ways that not many people get to you know do that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and and you know live out those fan moments and yeah. And, and you literally you you like brought a lot of emotions out of people too. You know, right. doing that because there's there's so many people that would have just been sitting there all night quiet and not doing anything and then you're letting people try it on they're like oh you know what maybe I, that would be cool to try it on and hey let me get in line or whatever you know and so you know honestly like that i've always been like that um another like one I mean, of my goals yeah. of this was wanting to just meet and interact and i sure i feel like I'm nervous when it comes to just walking up to people and talking to them and starting a conversation. But I feel like if I can get them talking to me, I'm likable enough that we can have a good time. And, um, you know, some of it was there was just people that I recognized from like standing in line and I didn't know their name, but they were up at the bar while I was there and I was ordering a drink and I was like, yeah, buy his too, you know, and here's another bucket. And so, you know, I I guess I, I bought a little bit of, of friendship there, but it was all just in the the spirit of camaraderie, and I just wanted everybody to have a good time. I wanted to have a good time, and if everybody's oh, yeah. joking and laughing, and you know, I, I, <clears throat> being able to get to, I'm still a, a little bit of a starstruck fan. So even though I've talked to and hung out with Matt, being able to uh, sit and drink with him, geez, I don't even know what's going on in that video. I filmed that video. You're telling me how much you just want to be like me and. You know, you wish you could be me. Oh yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Like, that's like, no, I, man, want, I got... want my hair cut like you, and like, I mean, like look at how awesome. you look. Like, no, the you're perfect just the way you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey oh, man, yeah, you could lose some weight if you just eat the right food and stop being a fat <laughs> fuck. You look, know? At my, look at my body compared to your body. <laughs> oh, my gosh, look at Jake's dumb face. <laughs> 
fuck you, Husbar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, for so many uh, of us, everything that you're saying is what these live shows are about. Uh, it is about the camaraderie. It yes. is, you know, like you said, like the guests are cool. Whoever they bring out, awesome. The opportunities to get to know people, hang out with people, create memories with with people. Oh, that's yeah. that's the biggest thing. That's why so many of us love this community and love going to these live shows and what some people don't grasp or understand. Oh, yeah. Like those are the reasons for, oh, for a lot 100%. of this stuff. I mean, you know, and I'm, not that there's sorry. Um, no, go ahead. Not that there's anything wrong with this, but like there were some people at the show that like I could tell very much they were not major marks. Mm-hmm. They were just you know, just wrestling fans. And yeah. like you could tell like they had their autograph books, you know, their um uh the uh, the encyclopedias and like mm. they had like the 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 color tabs through all the pages so they could go to page to page to page and and like they were sitting off to this this side and not that they're not welcome or you know being shunned like you can just tell they are there to like who are the wrestlers that are going to be there who can i meet right. and then they boogie out um for the rest of us because we have become so close in this community with so many mm-hmm. people and yeah you know even though like you know travis like you know maybe you and i haven't had tons of interactions throughout the group like there is that connection and as soon as we see each other and and have that realization of who each other are and get to talk and whatever there's there's that instant connection it doesn't take yeah. a whole lot to now yeah. build upon that relationship and uh you know, even if there's not tons of interactions moving forward, like, you know, this conversation, you know, having you on this show, seeing you in the group, like, you know, I, I look at it more because I'm like, oh, man, that's, you know, that's Travis. Like, what, what, like, what's he talking about? What's going on in his life? That's entrance jacket guy. And that's what so much <laughs> of, of, again, all of this is for us. Yeah. So, yeah. I, well, I, I mean, I think people, people either don't get it or, don't really understand how incredible it is you know that we are alive at this point in time because there there's the wrestling's been around for for decades right and there are not a lot of wrestlers who go out of their way like matt and brian do to create this community Mm -hmm. to provide us with this content to provide us with these opportunities right you know and i think people don't really like even myself i get it but I didn't really get it until I got to that live show and mm-hmm. I wanted that. I wanted that interaction. I wanted to to see what those live shows were about. And oh, yeah. And I again I just wanted to put names to faces and you know, it's it's like, hey, I, I'm in line and I'm talking to people I'm like, wow, it's like my Facebook feed is right here, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. and that was the other thing. I wasn't on my phone. Right. I was there. If I had my phone out, I was taking a picture, you know, right. like I said, I sent my brother a couple texts during the uh during the show part but once it was over and we were doing the after party it was just like hanging out and bullshitting and telling stories and laughing and joking and dancing and hey you put on the jacket and you know it it was just a really great experience and i mean just coming out of it i've made so many new friends Mm -hmm. that i hope will will just continue to be great friendships and you know i Mm -hmm. again i don't want it to be my last live show i i don't know that i'll make live 2000 but um yeah, I don't know where I was even going with it. I just I think people take it for granted or don't understand how cool and how 
important and how amazing it is that we get to do this. Yeah, right. and that's what I was going to bring up just a few minutes ago. It's like it's one of those things that, you know, Matt and Brian and Mark have built this community and made it available to all of us. But we like, you know, like how I was at the show and I didn't even I don't want to say I didn't care to meet anyone, but I was more involved with hanging out with the major marks and just having fun you know with my friends you know what i mean like i was so i was so much more into that than anything else that nothing else even mattered and like we all have them three to thank for this because if they didn't build this community for us i mean none of us would know know, and and that, that just proves right there it's not a money grab it's not a you know yeah there this is a business and all this and that but like at the end of the day like they're just three great guys who love wrestling and action figures and they're just they're passionate about what they do and they make it available to us and we're able to be passionate about it as well and i think it's it's pretty fucking cool mm-hmm. yeah i agree now i do have one question about live 15 uh-oh I, we don't have to incriminate anyone but i've Uh-oh. seen posts of people saying there was people in the back that were being loud i was not one of those people i don't know show, right? oh, no, i don't no, know no. I, i'm not sure who it was honestly okay because i feel like during the actual show i was very well behaved and just hanging out at our yeah. table and drinking and i was like i saw people posting and i was like god i hope that wasn't me i don't yeah I, honestly think I, so. I saw the posts and uh you know maybe just you know, you guys were up front. I was off uh, doing stuff. It was probably Mary I, Kate. She was pretty. No, loud. she's I'm at sorry. my table. <laughs> no, I, I figured. I figured it was just people like coming off of the, um, the street, the street, going to the yeah. bar and grabbing drinks and not giving a fuck about the show and just right. getting Baby. drinks. That's what yeah. I figured. Because um, everyone that I, you know, that they thought were being blamed or whatever were like by me. So right. and no one was being loud by. You know, I was in the front. Yeah. So. I, don't yeah, I mean, I even remember like people asking me something at the table. I'm like, hey, when the show's over, yeah, you could, we'll all try the jacket on. We'll all wear it. But, you know, once it's over. So I didn't right. think it was me, but I just wanted to trust but verify. Oh, Travis, I I don't think I ever got to thank you. Um, so you, um, with your store Omega Level Toys, uh, you also have a whatnot. Yes. Um, and you do stream pretty fairly often and you always have awesome stuff. And I, I never go on because there, I know I'm going to spend a, a million dollars <laughs> and it could be great stuff every time. Um, but you actually put a post up in the group. You had a, a Chelsea basic um, that was signed and mm-hmm. I had been buying Chelsea basics from ringside and all the boxes have always, you know, gotten, mm-hmm. become not mint cause they don't sell cases. So Thank you for selling me the the Chelsea on your whatnot stream. I, I ended up oh, winning it. You got a it. crispy one. I got a crispy one. It had a case oh, on. It had a defender. Oh, yeah. Dude. So what I did was, <laughs> this is sounds everyone's gonna tell me I'm so stupid, but I wiped the signature off because I was going to meet her like in a couple of weeks at a convention or whatever. So I, I wiped off. I had her sign it and personalize it because that was gonna be my personalized copy. So. Um, so it ended up being my like more special one I got signed. So I, you know, nice. thank you very much for having a minty, minty, minty Chelsea. Well, <laughs> for me. here's the funny part to go even deeper down the rabbit hole. There's yeah. a recent addition to the Patreon. His name is Chad Miller. 
Okay. He just recently joined. Um, he hasn't been super active. He's had a couple of sales posts and things like that. But uh, I know Phil Gentile knows him because he's also in the Fig Cave, and they had him on that podcast recently. Um, he is who I got that from. He oh, wow. decided to get rid of some wrestling figures. He's been supporting my shop since. Uh, so I'm in my second location now. This yeah. is oh, wow. that first location was that one I kind of borrowed, and it wasn't even under my name. And it was kind of just I'm going to make do with the space that I had, and it was like about 800 square feet he's been supporting me since back then so oh wow um when he decided to get rid of a bunch of his wrestling figures he came to me he did a little bit of trading got some hot toys but i know that chelsea came from him so oh, and awesome. then i had it and i was like oh, cool. let's let's put it on what i did a whatnot with a bunch of basics and yes. and jacks and stuff like that so oh. yeah. i appreciate I'm, I'm it happy very much. it could uh, help out your collection Absolutely. No, like those uh, basic uh, cases aren't easy to find either. So it was, it was like I, you know, got super lucky. Kill two birds with one stone. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I hope. I, I feel like before this experience. So you know, I've been active in the group, but I also I sell a lot of figures, and the group is about sure. figures. So I share when I put a whatnot up. And at one point, I was only sharing the wrestling ones because I was like, I don't want to spam the group. I see where there's comments or posts and stuff, and I spam see it, that baby. there's a certain Run number of comments, and then I look and I'm like, oh, I can't see all of them. I was like, oh, somebody must have blocked me. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably because they're like, God, oh, this fucking guy's always talking about his whatnot. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Or and, they saw my sweet dance moves. <laughs> jealous, man. No, see, because they have you blocked, they didn't get to see your sweet dance moves, and they're the ones li- missing out. So there you That's go. Right. It's probably Rory Fox, man. <laughs> and, and also, I wanted to to bring up real quick that these were absolutely incredible. Well, I, I can't take all the credit for that. There's another major mark. Um, his name is, I think his screen name is Fletch Boogie. Fletch Boogie, yes. Yeah. He uh, he actually lives out here, and he was he ran, he basically managed one of the comic shops that originally let me take some of their space for my toy shows before I had my own brick and mortar. So him and I became friends through that, and he does a lot of graphic design. In fact, he designed my logo for me. Oh, wow. He, uh, he designed the original matte print that we had, um, mm. and then... I asked him for that, and he, yeah, he he knocked those out of the park. Oh um, man, we we might have to get him to do a little MWO. Uh, yeah, like so. What I showed, what I showed for man, those who are listening, no, <laughs> what uh, what I showed um uh to everyone listening and not watching the video, uh, subscribe on Patreon if you want to see that. Um, is uh their Nintendo uh NES uh based covers uh Brian is I believe Friday the 13th and mm-hmm. Matt is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and me being a big horror fan they were perfect for me and be 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 being big fans of Nintendo original Nintendo is like per- like all yeah, my I, favorite things combined I didn't get a chance to get them but I love them they're awesome yeah uh, cool. uh Billy just DM me Oh, okay. I can do that. <laughs> but yeah, you would. Y'all, if y'all need any of them, I got. So we didn't sell all of them at the show, and the guys just went through and, and knocked out Sigs on most of them. I sold all the ones that were unsigned, but I still have them, and I just I, sometimes I use them as giveaways or cool, um, a buy it now on my whatnots and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, oh, obviously, yeah. if y'all need a set, yeah, just I'll let me know. With you. 
Thank Major you. Mark John Dupree picked it up for me at your signing that day. So thank you to John Dupree if you're listening uh, for for doing that. They're yeah. Awesome. I, so the the thought process behind it was it was an October convention, and mm. the big guest that we had was Butch Patrick, the original oh, Eddie oh, Monster, wow. yeah. and he was there with the uh, the Monster Coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, so sweet. He owns it. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. We he were, tours really? with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, we were able to take it. It's funny, actually. I want to tell you all this. So. Matt and Brian were just there for Sunday, three right. hours. Um, they had impact the night before in Vegas. And at first they were like, oh, we, they'd already booked with me, <clears throat> but then they found out impact was in Vegas. And I'm like, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. It's like, it's fine. If you can't, we can reschedule. And then Matt's like, well, let me talk to Brian. We'll figure it out. And then he comes back and he's like, look, we're going to make it happen. We're going to take a red eye. Can you just get us a hotel room? I was like, oh, cool. wow. I got it. Wow. So there's a hotel not far from the airport in new Orleans called the, uh, it's like the Marriott two suites, two suites. And I didn't even pick that up until <laughs> ah, I'm looking at it. I'm like, God, this is so corny. They're going to think I did this dumb shit on purpose. But it was a really nice hotel room. Yeah. Um, and I knew they were taking a red eye. And so I went, I booked the rooms and I went to the hotel before they got there. And I went and put like meal prep and a PBR and a bottle of water in their fridges. Um, Whether or not they ate the meal prep, I don't know. They both said it was good and they liked it. I was like, yeah, but you know, I know they might be like, I don't know what's in this fucking food. So, (laughs) but I had it there. Right. So, you know, and Matt, you know, I don't want to stooge this, but he's like, Hey, I'll rent my own car. So, you know, he took care of that. I took care of the room, the flight and all that stuff. Um, They show up. And as we're walking in, I go to the back of the, the, convention center to let them in shake their hands hey how you doing how's the drive blah 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 matt walks ahead and i'm, I'm talking to brian because i hadn't really interacted with him i'd met brian before i met matt before mm-hmm. and brian says yeah matt's really excited he wants to meet butch patrick or he said eddie monster he didn't even know his yeah. name like he wants to meet eddie no, monster i was like really yeah well, yeah well uh i can i can definitely set that up i'm sure like you yeah. want to meet him before uh you do your stuff and he's like yeah that'd be cool and so wow i go talk to butch and he's like, yeah, sure, bring them by. So then I go tell Matt. I was like, hey, before you guys get started, because I advertise you oh, from no. two to five, uh, I could take you all over there. Brian said, you want to meet Butch? And he's like, what? And Brian is just dying laughing. I was like, so you ribbed me, like walking in the fucking door. <laughs> I love it. That's so, great. Yeah, it was, uh, That's a great story. I'm glad that you told that story. All right, well, let's... <laughs> Let's cap it there. Oh, we do that's have, awesome. That's uh, so bright. One last uh, portion of the show uh, where, you know, every week it's posted, almost every week, posted in the, the Facebook group. It wasn't last week. Well, that's because. But I we, thought it was by recap. design. So that's yeah, almost exactly. every week. Well, that's why, why would we do questionnaires for no guests? I mean, they have to be included, right? Right. No, we've yeah. done it before, though, without. Not it, this it, time, pal. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the <laughs> yeah. point is we do questions of the week. And, uh, you know, if myself, Jake, or, or Husvar. Hasvar. You know, I get called that, surprisingly. Billy, Billy's known him for years, but he still can't get his name no, up. There, um, there's this kid I train with, and he calls me, he's either Hasfar or Hausfar. Oh, and I, I, I like him. Ooh. I like him. He's super cool. So I just let it slide. Yeah. Like, if I really like you, I don't give a Mitch fuck. Mitch calls him Hoosfar. Yeah. Yeah, that's hey, fine. Hey, Hoosfar. I've got um, every variation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, if any of us, you know, pick your question, we will send you uh, yep. a signed four by six, which yes, uh, new ones on the way. New, yeah, uh, it, shipped it, out it should today. be new ones. Uh, so, yeah, um, Billy, uh, we got to talk about the uh, payment afterwards. For okay. The shi- well, 
I'll just make it real quick. The shipping, you set it from your PayPal, not MW. <laughs> no. Yeah, it said William Peck. It says that. We'll talk about this later. Okay. Um, so anyway, it's House time for questions. <laughs> and um, Travis, you are welcome to stay along with us and answer along okay. as well. Hang out, pal. There's a lot of good questions. So, I haven't even looked yet. I'm ready to go. Go ahead, pal. We've got uh, hey newcomer to the group. Recent episode of the Major Brother. Oh, Order. yeah. Chris my Wayne, my man. Oh, you know, Royal Rumble just happened. We just happened to have a whole Royal Rumble discussion for our pop culture episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so do you think the main event for WrestleMania should be Roman versus Cody or Roman versus Sammy? Wait. Oh, <laughs> there's so many Chris's we had on recently. I've combined them. Good question. Sorry. So I think that it should be both Roman against Cody one Ooh. night, Ooh. Roman against Sammy the next night. Or winner faces. Well, he's got two titles. He has both titles. I know that. No, you didn't. <laughs> so, shut up. Who's far? <laughs> Cody you know, will pick whichever one he wants to go for. And because there's the, the well, storyline. It needs to be Sammy. the heavyweight. Probably. Well, I mean, it doesn't. Because he's trying to do what his dad did. And well, have sure, universal, sure. You know? Underst- yeah, that, that is my thinking. Yeah. You're probably right. I agree. Um, so well, who knows? Sammy, <laughs> you know, has this thing going on with Roman. And why not put him against Roman for night, you know, one or two, whichever. So that's my opinion. What do you think you guys would like to see? Um. Uh, actually, the or the, what you think it will actually be, whichever. I was thinking the same exact thing. Um, it would be one each night. Um, mm-hmm. just with how it's been lately with you know the the WrestleManias. Um, I mean, I think it would be pretty cool if Sammy won that belt. I mean, it would be a good ending to that story that mm-hmm. we've been getting. Like you know, he's been, you know, bu- he loves Roman. He's being bullied around by Roman this whole time. You know, he just turned on Roman to save his old friend. And then, you know, what a better way to end it but than him, you know, defeating that that bad guy at the mm-hmm. end and getting the you title. Know, and imagine the storyline, like, leading up to it and yeah. all that. Like, you could have, like, a three-on-three. You could have Sammy, Cody, and Kevin Owens you yeah. know, go against Roman and, you know, uh, Jimmy Uso and, uh, fuck, I keep forgetting Jay. his name. Hello. What oh, is it? Olo and have Jay so, be the, right. uh, the referee. Jay is, yeah. Jay he, left, right? He split. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. We don't know yet. So, anyway, it, it, there could be some really cool stuff to come out of that. Um, But, yeah, I, I mean, it's exactly what Billy said. You know, one each night. And then, you know, of course, yeah. Cody would, you know, like I said, he would probably go for the, the heavyweight title because, you know, he's trying to fulfill his dad's, yeah. you know, what his dad never did. Um, so I think that would be pretty yeah. awesome. I think Jay is the the interesting piece. I want to see where they're going because mm-hmm. I know a, the obvious booking prior was you know the the Usos will lose the tag titles to Sammy and Kevin, but now with mm-hmm. Jay splitting, right? What does that look like? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jake. I know you were going. No, you're it. fine. You're good. You're good. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't here. know yeah. what's happening. What are you guys <laughs> talking about? Man? I know exactly what's going on. Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, WrestleMania Six. Oh yeah, there will You're be like, a winner. I know that. You like the Saudis? Hey, can we get Yokozuna? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a ride on the Lexus Express. 
All right. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to just pick Cody because like, I like Cody. So you're saying it's just going to be Roman versus Cody? Sure. I know I'm wrong, but that's what I'm going to no, pick. No, you could uh, be right. We have no idea, really. We have no idea. It could be that. I mean, yeah. if that is happening, if Roman yes. can, you know, keeps the right. title, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, but. yeah. But that's what I'd like to see. Like, who knows? I may watch WrestleMania this year. It's a possibility. And if I do, that's a match I would enjoy to see. You're right. Mm-hmm. Good one. Yep. All right. So my turn. If you want, sure. if Which you're ready. Right. ready, I'm still right. kind of picking. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with a another recent Chris that we just had on Chris Stanley. Yep. Um, he's got a couple good ones, and Ron had a good one this week too. Yeah, he did. I almost picked it. I like straight up almost picked it, but uh, I'm gonna go with Chris. Um, Chris Stanley says. What bands slash oh, artists are in your current <laughs> music rotation? Oh, so I know music is a big part of all of our lives. Um, Billy, you know, he's in bands and, you know, he's just a metalhead all day long. Um, you know, as far he's he's always banging out some tunes. And we, we all know Travis can just, poof, he's got the <laughs> dance moves. So he needs the music to move them legs, you know. So uh, for me personally, um, I've been listening to a lot of a lot of '90s rock lately, like Nirvana, Soundgarden, uh, Nine Inch Nails, um, Weezer, uh, dude, just Beastie Boys. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Just um, a lot of a lot of stuff like that. Even even some Creed has been in there. Um, mm-hmm. Alter Bridge, Slash. Yeah. Uh, a lot, you know, less, a lot of stuff like that, but uh, that's what's kind of going on right now. And uh, Seven Mary Three, just a lot of, a lot of great, you know, '90s rock bands. I think that's what I've been really into. STP, yeah. um, you know, some good stuff. What about you, Billy? Um, what, what'd you listen to today? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Well, what I mean, I to I, today. No, um, <laughs> nothing really. Actually, yeah. um, no. I... You know, there's like kind of always like the main go tos, but I, sure. you know, uh, coincidentally enough, um, the thing that like you know, if I'm just like doing stuff around the house and it's like ah, just like yeah. a band comes to mind, and I'll be like, hey Alexa, play Aerosmith. Yeah. So that that's actually like the last thing that I I you know had her play. Awesome. You know, so, what uh, um, what song did she play? Um, if you remember. I was going to say same old song and dance. That's a great song. I I want to say that the first one that played was uh, um, maybe Crying. Okay. My favorite character from Lost, Sawyer, he's the guy who steals the girl's purse in the diner. Oh, nice! Oh, I didn't That's know that. Right. Yeah, yeah, Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. what's so, his name? Josh something. Josh, du- uh, Josh. Oh fuck, he's not really Dumois. Does- no, no. Not- <laughs> uh, Hathaway. Josh. Hathaway. Yes. Yeah, I think Josh yes. Holloway. Holloway. That's it. Holloway. Yes. Holloway mm. was team team effort on that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Aerosmith's like the most recent thing I played. Like I Very said, cool. a lot of things that I go with now is just like someone pops in my head. I'm like, oh, hey, let's oh, do yeah. that. Like, uh, so Power Man 5000 was, oh, yeah. you know, cool. fairly recent. But I, I yeah. can't say that there's anything that like, oh, man, like I'm just on this kick and I'm just constantly right. listening to this band or whatever. Right. And it's kind of weird, too. Like sometimes I'll 
if I get in a kick to a, of a band, I'll like go on YouTube and just start watching. Like, especially it's like older bands, like, but they're still, you know, touring or doing stuff sure. that, you know, like Collective Soul. I yeah. just watched a, like a whole video thing on them and they're just like all old now, you know, it's just weird. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, it's cool. Yeah. Hussy. Uh, so I have a pretty like vast, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. different kind of genres I listen to sure. um, regularly, um, you know, at work, you know, I listen to podcasts or, you know, music when I'm working mm-hmm. and um, I do, I always have to include eighties, um, you know, any kind of eighties, eighties, hair metal, eighties, uh, you know, rock eighties, new wave, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Prince lately. I've oh been- yeah, dude. <laughs> Um, I, I've been listening to I Want to Be Your Lover like all yeah. the time. I love that song. Um, I also, I listen to a lot of like wrestling themes uh, in there. I do a lot of 90s rock like Jake. I have a couple yeah. like, you know, like more of the grungy, you know, style um, stuff. And then, you know, I have, you know, just a bunch of like random. So I, I listen, I like rap and hip hop too. So, yeah. you know, I have uh, some of that mixed in. And, you know, I have a lot of my like, so I ended up, I found my old laptop from college and I used to make play, uh, playlists and download like so much music on it. So I ended up putting them on my phone. So I'm like, there's so many songs like I can't get on Spotify that right. like I, you know, get on that that I listen to, you know, unreleased stuff and stuff like that. So, that's awesome. Um, you know, I try to try to do a, a, a little bit of a, a, you know, nostalgic stuff in there yeah. too. I'll, I'll throw on the, you know, the, the Pokemon uh, soundtrack that I used to listen to. You know, I am not a Pokemon guy at all. But that theme song. Oh, blasts. it's a banger. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I want to be the very best. Like <laughs> no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. I have it all memorized. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. It's, it's, it's a, it's it's a, cool a banger. Song. Put it on, Jake. Well, I'm gonna, I will put it on, but I need you to put something on for me. It's a uh, it, This song will change your life. You just YouTube it. If you go to you, I just texted it to you. Yeah. If you go to YouTube and look up Prince. Oh, that's a great song. And Tom Petty. Yeah. My guitar gently. Oh weeps yeah. Yeah. Live. That's a great song, oh. dude. Oh, that's a great performance. I know that talking song. about. Yeah. I don't. I didn't know that. No, it's a great version. It's a oh. Beatles song. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah well, I so didn't Tom, know that they did it together. Well, Tom Petty. Is Wasn't it like stage. a Hall of Fame? Tom yes, Petty's on my list. Yeah. Prince the tribute to George Goes off, dude. He just wow. starts fucking ripping it, and everybody, like, even Tom Petty's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dude, it's badass. Here, I'm yeah, gonna, I'll text cool. it to you right now. It's yeah. badass. I, uh, it's funny because, you know, Tom Petty's been on my rotation too. I, I love Tom Petty. I, he's yeah. one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about you, Travis? Yeah. What's so I think rotation? mine is most similar to Hotsvar. Um, I, a lot of it is still my whatnot stream. And I know there's been mm. talk lately about, hey, you're not supposed to blah, blah, blah. But, whatnot hasn't told me anything hopefully they yeah. don't uh i have a playlist on amazon that i play during my stream and it's a mix of wrestling themes and then you know some of the bands you guys talked about like billy mentioned power man 5000 they're actually yeah. going to be here in new orleans in a couple mm-hmm. months oh, nice That's at a awesome. venue where i know the guy that owns it and i'm constantly badgering matt and brian like y'all should come do a live show here i get why they won't because I like to travel for the guests and stuff and i don't sure. know that it would be that where, i don't know where if do you live again new orleans louisiana Dude. So, but I have a venue that the guy loves wrestling and he's friends with me. So, you know, like and it's about the size like of a, that's like a, it's about I'm the size down. of a tin roof. So, and but I will anyway, be just, I'll be like, last year. Uh, 
Judas Priest is one of my favorites. Oh, wow. I yes. love I love playing them. Yes. Um, but then I also, it's funny, Jake, you mentioned Madonna. I let the playlist <laughs> go <heard> while <laughs> I uh, while I, I while I was waiting on you guys. I ran across the street to get some labels so I could print my whatnot. So when I came yeah. back, it was a Madonna song playing because there's Madonna in it, and you know Brandon Nathan again in the group. He loves to mess with me, and he's like, "Why don't you ever play any Spice Girls?" So I put a Spice Girl song in oh, there yeah. for him. Spice um, Girls. But then it'll go to like Stone Temple Pilots, or it'll go to Whiplash. There nice. you go, that's far. <laughs> so yeah, it's I have a pretty wide breadth of music tastes and my playlist reflected like it's great for me and probably miserable for anybody else i've actually had people come on whatnot and tell me i can't watch your stream because this music sucks and i'm like well you're gonna miss these cool toys because you're worried about you know this this shinedown song that's on or whatever the hell it was you know (laughs) um no that's cool uh so i always like when when people ask questions and then major marks will go through and like give their own answers. So Chris Stanley asked that question. Jonathan Presley edge responded (laughs) with his playlist. And I feel like he knew that this was going to lead to where it did, but um, he just responds with, I have very good taste. (laughs) (laughs) And in it is um, a couple songs from the wizard of Oz. (laughs) And then this Hardy band that performed. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, Hardy, Hardy, Stained Nickelback, Hardy, Judy, Hardy, Jesus, Judy Garland from Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz, Oz, yeah, Alice in Chains, Hardy, Jared Neiman, and then Hardy. Why do you have so much Hardy? Because he spits hot fire. Chris Stanley responds with, "Because I'm sold out." Only he 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 responds with, "Only one I let slide is Alice in Chains." Yeah, I will. Uh, I will. On there, man. I will put on? Nickelback in my playlist too, and just see if it drops my whatnot viewer count. Like, <laughs> just <laughs> you know, oh, it's usually right. like the the songs from wrestling. It's like the old Raw theme, yeah, like burn it down and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So hey, Nickelback's hot right now. Mm. Look, everybody gives that band shit. They didn't just get platinum by buying their own CDs. I was gonna say the same thing. Like. <laughs> so, Everybody Look says that they graph. hate Nickelback, but <laughs> the reason why they've outsold everyone else. Right. So, all right. I got a quick <laughs> funny story that a guy I used to work with, he literally texts me the other day and he goes, bro. And he sends me a link to this uh, YouTube and he goes, song rocks. So I click on it and no bullshit. It's literally the new Nickelback song called Those Days. I don't know if you guys have heard it yet. I have not. Mm, no. I'm not sure if I have. So I'm thinking, okay, like I've heard some Nickelback songs that fucking rip. So I'm like, all right. There's I'm, some that really do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like legit. Bottoms like, up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Hero. Like, all right. I wouldn't. <laughs> I like the song. I wouldn't say that it rips. Yeah. It rips. So this, so, it's on I mean, the Spider Man soundtrack. It yeah, rips. We, we know. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to it. It starts off very subtle, like an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Chad Kroger is like, eh, you know, whatever. <laughs> Almost how you remind me your yes, photograph. Yes, yes. So something. I'm waiting for the fucking, I'm waiting for it to drop, dude. And it never, it, it never does. Drops. <laughs> so I le- legit, I said, I was like, got to be honest. I'm not a fan. Like, I like some of their songs, but not crazy about the one. He goes, What? I'm like, because they, they do a Back to the Future reference in uh, Guns N' Roses. 
okay. like, references in there. I'm like, that's cool, but like the song fucking sucks, dude. Like it's just, <laughs> it's not good. And he never texts me back. <laughs> uh, he hates you now. Probably. I, I unfriend you. Yeah. All you have to do is just send him the clip. Look at this graph. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this graph. <laughs> you ever He's see just the, smiling. Uh, the 1979 Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah. You know that song? Oh, I and love that like, song. Well, did you ever see the one where they're going down a roller coaster? It's like, wee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, oh. <laughs> it's Believe. What? No, it's All just right. we. Believe in me. It's another no, different song. It's another Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> That's song. That's Tonight Night. Tonight, yeah. tonight. Yeah. 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 Damn, Travis is fucking on it, he man. Knows. He knows. I, I have a vast array of useless knowledge. Mm. Like... I'll, I'll, I know it's it's Husbar's time to ask or no, to answer good, bro. a question. I'll I'll tell y'all something funny after. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do I want? Uh, you don't. Ask? You can interrupt him all the time. Yeah, all you right. can well, do. While it, he's I'm looking, still, I'm still looking. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're talking back about like we talked about what got me into wrestling, but what got me into Marvel um, hmm. in like the seventh grade, there was a kid that used to love to mess with me, and I walked into class one day, social studies, and I walked in and for no reason he punched me in the gut. Like, mm. as I was exhaling, you know, I couldn't catch my breath. And he grabs, like, a stack of cards and he puts them in my, like, he shoves them to me. He's like, take these and don't say shit. So I take them and I just kind of put my head down. Teacher asked what's wrong. I said, I don't feel well because, you know, snitches get stitches. But <laughs> I uh, I start looking and it's like the 1991 Skybox X-Men Series 1. Whoa. And so I'm sitting there reading. I'm supposed to be learning about American history, Civil War, all this stuff. And I'm like... So Beast is Henry Hank McCoy, and he wasn't always <laughs> blue and furry. And Archangel is Warren Worthington III, and his family's rich and funds the X-Men. And to this day, I can tell you all of the aliases of the X-Men and their backstories and their power sets and all this stuff. But if you ask me, like, real-life important information, like, I don't know, man. It's like so... Kevin on The Office. He can do math, but only when it's about pies. Okay, so you, <laughs> I were, can tell you were learning about X-Men while you were exhaling. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> Trying to. <laughs> uh, and then on the bus, he wanted the cards back. And I was like, fuck you, dude. These are mine. <laughs> nice. Nice. What a weird, what yeah. a weird fellow. I'm going to punch was, you. Was, was, take take cards. was his name Jake Wyatt? Because that sounds like a Jake Wyatt. It sounds Wyatt. like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy, man. Well, you know, fuck that guy. Yeah. Well, he He's gave like, you cards. No. It's true. <laughs> yeah, he actually, yeah, you're right. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it it really it really wasn't until like I was in my early twenties and and again the wrestling practice and the wrestling training because before you learn the wrestling you learn conditioning and you learn different ways to protect yourself with back bumps and rolls sure. and things like that and holds and stuff like that and it wasn't until that point one of my buddies kind of took me under his wing and taught me different things to where I actually had a level of confidence where I was like, man, you know what? Nobody's ever good. I'm not going to go around and start shit, but nobody's going to bully me right. ever again. You know, that's oh, good. Yeah. I, th I think it's, it's kind of one of those things about growing up too, because there's always been kids who have been picked on their whole lives and this and that. And then, you know, they grow up and, you know, they just even, you know, I mean, this, this happened to me. I was, I don't want to say I was picked on when I was a kid, but I wasn't like Mr. Popular or anything like I am now. But, uh, you know, <laughs> <feel like something>. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> but no, it's like, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, um, you know, I kind of got like when I, I started working like in a, a man's job uh, at a very young age, like right out of high school. And, uh, you know, I was like all the guys I worked with were like 45, 50. I'm 18. You know, I was like, 
literally the only nobody liked me. I'm just some young punk kid, and they would give me shit all the time. And I, I put up with that shit for like three years, and finally, I fucking snapped one day. You know, I'm not gonna get into the whole story about it, but it's just like enough's enough, dude. You know, and uh, you know, you finally you, you got to do what's best for you. So uh, to anybody out there listening, you know, you don't have to take anybody's shit. You know, it's I'm just gonna leave it at that. There you go. Yep. And the it's all quiet and weird. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt Hussbar again. No, you're fine. Bro. Oh yeah, you got a question to ask? Yeah, Come no on, man. shit, Jake. Come on. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of good questions. There are um, good ones. Um, let's do this one because uh, actually, mm-hmm. uh, let's do this one because it's fun. Justin Erie asked, "Who do you want to be your Valentine?" <laughs> uh me i'm single ready to oh, mingle my god so any cute girl wants to you know into wrestling a little bit and curious about wrestling and want to know oh, more I about saw it. it i, I saw it before. oh yeah Tony tagged me in it um <laughs> tell the i said oh my god i made it in the pod i'm in a shawnee meme <laughs> <laughs> that's great jake just totally just <laughs> interrupted my question <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> he was pouring his heart out about his. Yeah, Valentine. it really was. Whatever. Oh, who did you it pick? Pass. No, I didn't pick anyone. Oh, he wants a he wants a hot a, a chick nice, who is girl. mildly into wrestling. Yeah, or or, or curious, uh, fun, <laughs> fun. Hit the chat uh, rooms, brother. <laughs> dude, I'm I've tried every dating app. It just man, it's come not on. My, All right, it's not my M- day. MW Whites. We got to get my man house far. No, it's fine. No, it's not. It's not. It's fine. We gotta do a next. We gotta do a Valentine's Day special for Husfar. Heartbreak Husfar special. We need to find. I'm not Husfar breaking much lady. hearts lately. <gasps> Dude, I know the perfect girl for you. Who? JJ Dolan. Gigi. <laughs> I wish hey, it was man, Gigi. Gigi is not dating anybody. Okay. Yeah. If you want, Gigi I think that's is, called bestiality, Jake. I'm, I'm uh, good off yeah. that. <laughs> uh. 152. <laughs> Good God. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. So for Valentine's Day, who would I like my Valentine's to be? Yeah. Well, obviously, my beautiful wife, Brittany. I would love her to be my Valentine's. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> Dude, she used to get that all the time in high school. She was yeah, I mean, I obviously, like, I'd have to agree. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can't. We can't pick. We can't He's pick. He's gonna be my Valentine. No, I'm kidding. My wife, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> good. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Amanda? <laughs> I'm kidding. She just had a birthday. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. And so did so did yes. your wife. So did right. Brittany. That's yeah. right. So, Travis. Travis? Uh, well, in the off chance that my girlfriend listens to this podcast, I'm going to say her. <laughs> in off chance she doesn't. If she wasn't. Do I'm think? still going to say her because yeah. people play too much. <laughs> is she a right. Patreon member? She is not. <laughs> okay, well then, hold up a post-it note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's about to fall out of the chair. We'll never see the video. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Not for that price, pal. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Like All right, Brady. so I don't know. 
I, I know we're getting close to the end, but I wanted to yes. touch on something oh, no, that we you guys were discussing. Ago, oh well, I'm fine. I'm good. I don't. I don't have <laughs> okay. work till tomorrow morning. We got about um, six minutes. <laughs> but you guys were talking about Back to the Future at the beginning before I came mm. in, and you someone said, "Hey, a spinoff with the brother and sister." Oh, yeah. Imagine if it was like a Marvel thing, like with Thanos, where he snapped. So, like, what if they were aware that they started fading out of existence? And then came back, and it's like them living with life, knowing that they almost didn't exist. Mm. Or they run into mm. their alternate selves from those different timelines. I don't know. I just wanted to mention that earlier. Yeah. That would be interesting. That's that's fun. Um, yeah. Well, no one ever thinks mixes. about the brother and the sister at all in back, yeah. you know, when you think back to the future. Yeah, so nobody it'd be knows what their damn different. names are. Yeah. yeah. Linda and Dave. Yeah, and like <laughs> Linda brings her baby over and – George McFly has to babysit, you know? Like, <laughs> he, he's like, oh, no. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right. You want me to change your diaper? How do I do this? <laughs> you know, want like, some milk? <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> God. It's fucking good. Oh, that's great. Every- <laughs> People listen right you're now. My, you're my density. <laughs> you're, you're, my, you're my grandchild. <laughs> you're my grand density. Someone at the... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Someone at the um, the daycare like goes to start changing the baby, and, and George McFly keeps, says, you hey, keep your you damn keep your hands off her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so stupid. This is oh, that's, no, that's actually awesome. hilarious, dude. That's fucking great. Well, because, you need to make a meme on that. Oh, my gosh. And, like, Thanos Easy. is Biff. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Listen, butthead, I'm going to snap you from existence. You can do Marvel <laughs> and Back to the Future. Yep. There you go. All right. Well, this was fun. And Manure! now I want now somebody to Photoshop Michael J. Fox on Captain America's body. <laughs> Who would Doc be? I don't Iron know. Man. I guess Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yeah, Doctor I'm stupid. Strange. Doctor Strange? Yeah. He's the one that knows all the different timelines. Great, and, Scott. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Give me my- you know, a doctor. And then the dog has to be Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. At least Husvar popped for it. <laughs> <laughs> or can it be uh, uh, Captain Marvel's cat? The Flurg? The Flurg? What the heck is that cat's name? Uh, I forget. It's a Flurkin. Flurkin. Right. But I can't. Uh, Goose. 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 Yeah, that's after right. Top Gun. About, that's right. Yeah. Top Gun? No, yeah. the cat from no, Captain cat. Marvel. It's but named also, after yes. Goose from Top yeah. Gun. I don't remember. That it eats the, cos- it, uh, the Tesseract. I wasn't paying attention to that movie. <laughs> All right. Yeah, me either. But uh, anyway, fine. let's go ahead and finish this thing up. Travis, <laughs> thank up. you again for yes. thank you for so coming much. and thank hanging you, out with oh, us. Thank y'all so much for having me. It was yeah, a, it was a blast. Good time, man. Hell yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Husfar, it is time to take us out. Play my fucking music, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here, baby. <laughs> I got galoom. A uh, Hasbro Dusty, I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear, they want to wear it, H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew, I'm just a major mark, major mark, I'm not a toy boy, toy boy, I'm just a major mark, major mark, I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. 
claim all the figs Claim all the merch Like Super Gabby You already know the Michael Jordan And Scottie Pippen With Phil Jackson Always scratching that itch I'm just a major mark Major mark I'm not a toy boy Toy boy I'm just a major mark Major mark I'm not a toy boy Toy boy Hey all you major marks Claim all that merchandise 